There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's 98 KUPD, and uh, we're late on time, but uh, that's all right. We can get Fireside Chats contestants. Hmm? I don't know what we call these people. Participants? <laughs> Something. Uh, right now, while I, uh, I'll ask Brady, and Bert, you can play along while okay. you're getting the calls. Uh, I have a Fireside Chat of my own. Okay. I'd like to... Uh, Present. Now, before that, Greg has emailed in. Oh, if you want to call up and be part of the chats, 585-9800. We give the phones to you, blah, 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 blah. Don't waste our time. So it's Mr. Holmberg. Odele, Holmes. That's how it starts. I didn't know Odele wasn't Odele. It's Orale. O-R-A-L-E. Odele, Holmes. Did you know that? Is it? No. I don't know. Maybe he spelled it wrong. I think it's a typo. Uh, it says, thank you for your Abolita reference this morning. You're learning, Holmes. You're you saying it correctly. It only took you like forever, Holmes. <laughs> uh, simply want to drop a quick line and say muchos thank yous for hours of crazy normalcy in the morning and to say great choice to put the Dago Wop on your show. He sounds like a good dude. Tell Brady the Huff and Puff is waiting for Kirby in two more years. He's still in juvie. Is this something you know about? There's a boy in juvenile hall that would like to date your daughter. Uh, we'll pay for it. I just have to remember the Huff and Puff. I don't know what the Huff is. Is that his name? I don't is remember. Is that his nickname? It signs Greg Garcia. Well, Greg likes uh, Brett and has somebody he knows in Juvenile Hall that would like All right. Orderly Holmes. We must have made jokes about the Huff and Puff being in Juvie. And I don't know what it is, but he's almost out. Two more years. Keep me posted. I have a simple question for the thing you guys can help me with. Uh, how much trouble can I get into uh, – Getting a 17-year-old boy really drunk if his dad's there, too. Um, I'm going to spend a lot of time with a 17-year-old boy this weekend. Here's, and I plan on getting him really blasted. Deny, deny, deny. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, it, I'm but his ru- dad's there, too. Going to ruin it for you. Go ahead. I'm asking. Well, Comes the just blanket. put it this way. Yeah, you're right. Wherever you're doing it, yeah. if you're doing it at the establishment... Right. You're putting the establishment on the line. Not buying things. Have my own. Okay. Then right. it's parental, as far so, as I know, be in the hotel room. But how anything- come then so this is my this is my uh query. Yeah. Like how come a sixteen year old girl that likes Paul Walker and he's almost thirty, yeah, her parents can sign off and say we're cool with it. She ain't drinking. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a federal law either way, right? Right. But the parents can say, hey, we, we're, we consent. Correct. So if his dad's doing it, me getting this kid drunk is okay. You are I'm not better buying off. anything. Exactly. Parental consent, basically. You, That's what I'm you saying. You leave that up to you, his dad. But I want to play. I want to do it. Got to keep away from it. I really want to do it. And also, how much trouble can I get into getting a 17-year-old boy a hooker if his dad's there? No, no trouble at all. No? You think that yeah, one's okay? That's all fine. Right. I'm yeah. going to plan on this. Shock jock from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> I didn't do it. His dad said. All I did was laugh. I'm like you with racist <laughs> jokes. You don't tell them. You just laugh when they oh, happen like somebody's going to get beat up. <laughs>
He said it. That's your thing. That guy's <laughs> doing it. I'm just sitting back laughing because it's terrifying. It's going to be a good time. And I like, like, he's a fun kid. So it's time he grew into a man. And who better to do that than uh, his 48-year-old neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> I recommend that highly for all the 17-year-old boys out there. Find a 48-year-old neighbor unattached uh, to your family and get drunk. Because, yeah, so I, I'm going to inadvertently spend time with this. And I really want to. Really Got to be careful. I don't know. I don't think I can I mean, get if, if it was, you know, you're over at their house or something, and it was a then you're I've partying. Been, yeah, that's happened. That's easier. But uh, when I, I – I don't know. My thought was if the if the establishment somehow gets involved, they don't they want won't. anything. But if they – you know, There's no sudden, establishment to get even involved. Even if you're bringing it in there. Hmm. Nope. Uh, the, it's not your – the problem I will that say you're risking – he got into it on his own and he's in trouble. That's what I'm saying. Deny, deny, deny. That's deny. I'm going to say. Right. Right. And if you can um, – Prove that that he got that on his own. I can't prove it. What you're risking is potentially you being banned from never. that casino. They'd never. You ban assume him. it's a casino, not- Brady. That's that's because I have a gambling problem. No, we're not taking him to Talking Stick. You're right. You'll be It'll banned be a- from that Look, mall mall that you're going so, to in yeah. Vegas. <laughs> it would be it would be in a field. Yeah. Me and a boy in a field drinking. Is that? Do you think I can get in trouble for that? That one again. <laughs> Opens it up a little more. No, we'll see. Just ch- just check it. There won't be an establishment involved. There won't be travel involved. <laughs> There's an opportunity, just right? Be- and that's if I was 17 and my dad and a buddy of his were a guzzling, I would have been allowed to guzzle too. And it's ha- it, it, I did it, it actually. All the we time. went to Lake Powell once, and my dad's friends were just handing me beers like crazy. I was getting plastered. I was 19. Yeah. I don't think I think only the parents can get in. Tr- I think I'm scot free in this. Yeah. All right. You've, you've helped me out. I'm going to do it. Now, the hooker thing is definitely happening once we get him drunk. I think he turns 18 later this year. We're doing an early birthday for him. So. The hooker thing. Can you get your uh, – The hooker thing's actually going to happen this time? I hope so. We this tried time? to get. We tried to hook up Larry last time oh, we all went up, as no, a, and it didn't no, work. No. This kid's got more game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Larry. I'm kidding. Larry doesn't like hookers because it made him feel better. He's like, I have to pay for it. No, we were all going to kick in. I know, but we had we had to pay for it. Not even he was paying. It was just I think I'd have been Larry. That that was just a knock and yeah. Yeah, if I was yeah. Oh, that was more of a joke than anything. With Larry's luck in that situation, Daddy would have shown up at the door, and Larry would have been a kidney less on the way home. (laughs) All right, just checking in. I just wanted to see how it is. I've never traveled or uh, been around on a weekend with a with a young boy. Let alone, I mean, I'd be interested. I should to call, hear. call Father Dale. I'll call Father Dale. Father or Dale, Ian. Tell yeah. you. <laughs> Father Dale. Well, you know the legal aspect look, of look. This I've, is how you do it, son. I've covered all the bases. Plus, you praise Jesus. <laughs> what you do is you hot tub with it. Just make sure you get that spot in the, or the jacuzzi <laughs> in your uh, suite. You make <laughs> it all soggy, in. and then when it's pruny, you go in and you put the lotion on it. Thanks, Father Dale. You're the best. God bless. Praise all be. <laughs> Happy Palm Sunday. Happy Ash Wednesday. Father Dale. All right, just checking in. Thanks for your help, Brady. Yeah, I hope you want to come. Tag along. I think, I think I might. We'll just hang around. We'll get this kid drunk, and then we'll get his dad in trouble. I don't think he can get in trouble. And then uh, now that's, I'm getting people. That's, another that's friend on the of parent. mine. Another friend of mine says, "Hey, now you have to take my son out. That sounds fun. All right, <laughs> I'll be the guy who gets seventeen-year-old kids drunk on your dime." <laughs> 
I have no ties to your kids. It's your fault. <laughs> Heck, half of them are stoned out of their minds anyway. Yeah, they've probably been there before. Of course. Careful. But I'm just worried about me getting in trouble. Careful, Father John. You don't want to I'm start not, taking all these kids out. I'm not. Oh, I'll take the kids out. <laughs> we'll go to Pokemon. We'll do some. I think that's what they like. We'll watch some Tubbo. And the next thing you know, we're guzzling uh, Jack. I just want to make a probably puke. It's the same way. I mean, I always remember there's families like, if you're going to do drinking. Do it here. It'll be at our house. So we did with uh, my buddy Joe's parents. Yeah. They're like, we don't need you guys driving around. Do it here. And we drank in Joe's basement. And we did. I didn't drink half as much as the other guy. They were puking all over the place. We threw up all over that carpet. If you bought that house, it's on Longmore, and uh, I can't remember this, the Longmore and like Baseline. Which You'll, one? The, uh, my friend Joe's house. The, the carpet was more puke than carpet by the end of the run. We vomited all over that basement because their parents are like, "You're not leaving and not driving around. You're and not." And other getting... ex- excrements. There was no excrements. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Just extra minutes. We dropped it. We were dropping poop all over the place. <laughs> You're talking about the other thing. Yeah. We weren't beating off either. You guys were what kind of frat every, house did you go to? Playing games. No. Circle up. The black light special. Yeah, a room full of dudes. Nobody was beating it, or he'd have been <laughs> he'd have been beaten. Did you ever? Get, did they do that at your fraternity? Did Brenneman gather everyone around? All right, everybody. No girls in sight. Let's race wangs. Circle, Circle jerk time. Up. All right. Go, 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 go. <laughs> No, I gotta tell you we what. Winner gets the title of mayor of city. I win again. None of that. No sheep. You know, I was right. robbed. Just checking. All right, uh, you got people ready to yeah, go. Yeah, we got first. a couple. Here. Right. Let's go, get so. just a couple today because yeah. it's late. Right, uh, what do you got? We got Jeremy on line three. Jeremy, are you there? I am here, John. All right, go right ahead. Please don't waste our time. You're on the chats. All right, I'll try to make this quick. So. My big thing, I try to make an effort to be friends with my exes, and usually it works out pretty good. But one in particular, I'm white, he's Mexican, and lately he's been, like, very racial, and I don't know. Oh, your exes are dudes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know how that works. Maybe it's easier. It's probably easier because being friends with guys is easy. Yeah. It tends to be because guys are, are simple. We don't get wrapped up in all the emotional bullshit. Oh, careful with that mouth. <laughs> Man, there you go again. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You French kiss your dad with that mouth? All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, but, <laughs> but lately he's been very, very weird. Like, he'll always make an effort to talk shit about what. Okay. Oh, right. And out. Lord, that's too. I want to hear a story. All right. All right. One all more right. chance. I don't have one, one more delays. chance. Poopy mouth. Yeah, we're out on delays, so knock it off with the cursing. All right. I'm sorry. We're, Maybe this is the beef that he has with you. smack about white people, and, you know, one time when I was hanging out with him, uh, we were going to the laundromat, and he's like, hey, Jeremy, see, this is how poor people do it. You know, this is what you're missing. Right. And... Just, just stuff like that. Little comments all the time. So, he, yeah, so really starting to get on my nerves. Is it? Should I be friends with him, or is this something I should just let go and cut ties? So he's an ex of yours. Yeah. So you guys did all the stuff people do when they're together, and uh, now you don't yeah. do that. That's the only difference in your relationship is there's no sex. Yeah, pretty much. You still do it though, don't you? Oh, with other people. With each other. 
Uh, you guys blow it. Well, that's the only which which reason being gay is cool. Is like that's why you're still friends. <laughs> like, yeah, you wouldn't you still hit be it Because, I mean, look, if Brady and I could every once in a while go, hey, you want a yeah. blowjob? I guess the best friend ever if I was into it. But there's no reason to stop. <laughs> there's a, there's, this is how poor people do it. Huh? That's yeah. not really funny, but yeah. blow me. I'm per- <laughs> <laughs> I understood what you said. We must be doing something wrong. So, yeah, that's I don't understand how that would work because with guys and girls, it's hard to be friends after because you're right. The emotional BS comes in. But guys aren't like that. So you can yeah. remain friends, except for now, he hates white people too much. Yeah, it just he's always got to make some kind of a comment when we're hanging out. Why did he, you guys break up? We disagree. Uh, we, just, we just didn't connect as much as we, we thought we did at first. Hmm. You know, just kind of, you know, the, the spark faded way too quick. And we were like, eh, it's not working. Got it. So we hang out. We're just friends. And he's. We disagree politically, and he's like, I'm not going to let this end our friendship. But the comments he makes seems like he wants to make it known that, that he just thinks white people would it be are hard the wrong to say, thing. Uh, would it be hard to say to him that, um, you know, you don't say you're not friends anymore. You just stop hanging out. Because just take a person in general. Yeah. If you met somebody and you don't have the same political views, they're offending you with what they're saying. Is this a person you want to be friends with? No, not really. There you have. Yeah, but add in now that that person uh, drops a D like a burrito. Yeah. The guy loves him. But so. then if you're a friend um, <laughs> enough, you could bring that up. Look, you're you're acting like a, some stuff. You're being a racist. So he's being serious. He's not just breaking balls. Yeah, no it's gotten intended. to the point where it's serious because this past weekend, I finally brought it up because my because my other friend I had along with me, straight friend by the way, mm-hmm. it, he got to look at me when he made a when my friend made a comment. And I was like, finally, I was like, Zeke, why, why are you, why do you always have to intertwine that kind of stuff in a regular conversation? Why does it always have to be some sly comment about white people? And he's like, well, I just need to make sure that people know. So he's you know, serious. What's like, going he on. means it. So what's he want to hang out with you for? Yeah. You're white. I don't know, because I'm fun to party with. Yeah. And you guys still blow yeah. each other. That's the, <laughs> the commonality stick. with all the games. You're, you're a port in a storm. Are you guys friends with benefits? No, not since mm. he got together with this other guy. Oh, I see. Oh. Is he with a white guy? Um, more of a daddy, so I can't really tell. He's hmm. what does that mean? They change know. color? Yeah, <laughs> turn into like a beige thing. <laughs> Maybe like an old guy. Like yeah, but a da- he'd still be a white old guy. Monocle. What's he? I don't know. Yeah, what is a daddy? Rob, with I'm, I'm thinking he's an old white guy. I'm thinking that. Okay, but he's very tan. He could be Mexican. <laughs> So an old right. white guy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're saying. Yeah, he's like he's a George, George Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> he's like Tom Hagen from Godfather Three. Well, yeah, I think you just have to weigh that. Like if uh, Brady was being too racist, and like you know, like you know, you're being like serious about hating Swedish people a little too much. It's starting to get to me. Or baldest. I don't know. If his if his friendship overshadows his bigotry to where you're like it's not funny, it's mean. And yeah, you got to just go. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Unless the BJ's. Yeah, are and that's what ridiculous. I'm thinking. I mean, we've had a lot of good times, and I'm just. You know, we, it's just it's kind of hard to just let somebody go that's been cool this whole time, and all of a sudden, with all this They've election changed. stuff going on. Maybe the daddy's changed tough. him. And that's the thing. I, I, I assume it works the same for gays as it does for straights. Once you've had your genitals in someone's mouth, it's tough to go backwards. Yeah, that's breaking the ice. <laughs> you know? Take your bone and head home. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah that's right. Brady is the he's a, uh, you're the Jesse Jackson of, of gays. <laughs> Take your bone go home. All right, good luck to you. I hope it all works out. I'm sorry that your friend is a racist now. Yeah, that is weird uh, how it's right. changed that much. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jeremy. Have a great day. That's tough. I don't know. Maybe he has some anger issues with uh, Jeremy. And he's doing He's like pushing him. Well, maybe he thinks Jeremy's driving him around laundromats to like, oh, see? I know where you belong. Yeah. So maybe there's some, I don't know. That seemed odd. But you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I just don't think you can be that good of friends with your exes. Because again. Yeah, as much as you're saying, uh, at first you're saying, oh, it's guys. But yeah. anytime you go. Yeah. If I can identify the taste of your Jenny's, being friends later is kind of a tough one because that's all I'm thinking about. It's like I've done more. That, like we're regressing. You can still be friends, but it's not going to be that good. And plus, no. when you get a new. It's a rare yeah, thing. When you get a new uh, uh, hammer in your life, this dude's yeah. going to be a threat. So you got to get rid of him, I would think. Or it's just going to be some three-way. I don't know how it works. I Even know, think I, about it. no reason like, to be friends with your exes. Yeah, not really. There's a reason they're an ex. Right, and you can still be cordial and nice, oh, yeah, yeah, but you don't yeah, have yeah. to be pals. You're uh-huh. not going to pal around. You're just going to pal around until you find something new, yeah. and then they have to go anyway because jealousy kicks in. And- Look how sometimes it even changes when you uh, have a different partner. Say you're with a, you know, your wife for 15 years and the friend you're hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Then you have a different wife. A lot of those friends you know, are they all go away too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You break up with the crew. All right, last one. Uh, last one? No. Oh, I got two here. But uh, Somebody right, says, go- what the hell's going on? You guys have a lot of queers let's, now. Let's- See, this is what I'm talking You can't <laughs> ask that question. Now, now, this, now but Although I think uh, Jeremy's friend would date you because you're both bigots. <laughs> All right. Go uh, you know, let's, go, let's go to Alan from Boston. Okay. He hasn't been in, in a Alan while. Alan from so. Boston. It's been a month or so. Alan, go ahead and close us up. Hit it. All right. Terrific. Happy Friday, guys. Happy. First thing I want to do is remind all my Democratic friends, no matter how excited, how happy you are about this new administration, how hopeful you are, you need to remember that there is somebody who feels the exact opposite of the way you feel and think about this election, okay? And if you can't remember that, you're only enjoying half of the victory, okay? <laughs> enjoying their torment. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're just losing it. It's a great way Lastly, to look at it. Uh, Another thing about this is that even though it's only been a month, I'm already sick of these presidential um, press conferences because they all start the same way. It's like you've gone to visit an elderly parent or something at a nursing home and they start giving you the update on them. They're like, oh, well, Joe slept really good last night. You know, uh, he slept right through the night. He woke up a little bit and he was a little confused of where he was. But, you know, Joe got him settled down and everything's really good. He's going to have a good breakfast. I mean, it's just like, Jesus, God, can we just move on from this? Right. And then, uh, John, uh, neighbors yes. have been annoying me. OK, so now that like this COVID thing is starting to die down a little bit, you know, people start talking to you. So a neighbor asked me, you know, what did you guys do last week? And I was like, oh, well, you know, we went up to Prescott. And he was like, where? And I was like, I went up to Prescott. He was like, Prescott. He's like, where the hell is Prescott? I was like, it's just a little bit south of uh, Flagstaff. He was like, there's no Prescott. I'm like, Prescott. He's like, no, you mean Prescott? Prescott? Oh, like, Jesus, relax, guy. I'm like, what are you, like some stressed out linguistics teacher? I was like, God, I was like, I got to go run some errands over in Skitsdale. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> right? But what made me paranoid was I thought, like, maybe I'm, like, mispronouncing other towns in this area. And it turns out I was completely mispronouncing Glendale. Okay, I was pronouncing it as toilet. It turns out it's actually pronounced Glendale. Well, I learned and something new today, quickly, too. Hold on, let him finish. This is okay, good. Like, I, I just want to share a dog story with right. you. Close her up with a dog and this story. This was back when I was in California in San Francisco. You're getting the light. And he's, it reminded me of you. The guy comes up to me, and we're walking, and uh, his dog comes over to, to say hi to me, and I ask the guy if it's okay to say hi, right? Good manners. And he's like, sure. He's like, it's my baby. He's like, but you're welcome to say hi to it. And as I'm petting the dog, the guy just starts bailing off on all these things about, like, oh, yeah, these 
Furry babies are so much better than real babies. Real babies are gross. <laughs> they poop themselves. They yeah. puke. You always have to take care. He's like, you know, furry babies are so much better. And as I stood up and I looked at the guy and I said, yeah, well, your kid just licked his own butthole. Okay? So good luck with that. <laughs> All right. And thank you, guys. I know you guys are short on time, so I do appreciate it. You're good. And I'm glad everybody's okay. I'm glad you guys aren't sick. You too. Thank you, Thanks, Alan. Alan. From Boston. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you later. Nicely done. That's it. I like him. He's always good. He's right with the Glendale thing, though. Yeah, I always pronounce <laughs> like the toilet. I was I saying it wrong the whole time. Jimmy Fallon used to do a thing a long time ago, years ago, back before he was even Jimmy Fallon, where he did like 10 minutes on coming here and getting into a fight with a guy. He was like, I, have to, I need a cabin to go to the Tempe Improv. And he goes, you mean Tempe? He goes, yeah, Tempe Improv. He goes, Tempe? Tempe Improv. Tempe? The guy wouldn't take him. Yeah. He's like, Tempe Improv. Tempe? But what am I saying different than what you're saying? And yeah. one guy was just, it's Tempe or Tempe? It's the same thing. People do get bitchy Prescott about that Prescott weird. thing, though. Yeah. A muggy on rim. Oh. oh, yeah. Chuck used to yell, you can't say muggy on rim properly. It can't work for one of my stations. How often are we saying that? <laughs> I was on the muggy on rim and Canyon DeShay. Oh, Canyon DeShelly. That was a big one for him, too. <laughs> Canyon DeShay. <laughs> Prescott, Canyon DeShay, muggy on rim. That's the qualifications to be. No wonder KDKB sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're hiring? Anyway, uh, but they made sure Woody could do it in Chuck's honor. Uh, whoa, I just got a terrible text. There you go. Those are your fireside chats. And I'm going to get a teenage boy drunk this weekend and blame it on his parents. It's like 1977, just all over again. We're going to dress up funny and put him in a van. This is going to be great. It's 98 KUPD. Oh, my gosh. 98. Shut the front door. Yeah.